Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the podcast that is known as Home of Melanin Magnificence and Kingdom of Belts. My name is Miles Hart and you are listening to Get the Belt Podcast. Why am I sounding like <sighs> my words? Right, before I even get into the podcast, yeah, I believe I suffer with something, I don't know what it is, but something that like stops my words. I don't know whether my brain goes too fast before it gets to my mouth or the or the other way around, my mouth is too fast for my brain. One of them. But all I know is that I went to uh, get tested when I was at uni for, what's that thing called? Dyslexia. And my girl who was conducting the test had me on the laptop doing the things. And then when I finished, she was like, okay, so normally I don't let people see the results. But like, you did really, really well. Like, you did extremely well. However, you don't have dyslexia. Yet I found myself in positions where the words don't word and the writing doesn't quite write as well as it should do. And it's really frustrating to me. It's really frustrating. But yeah, that's my antidote. Antidote? See, the unknown disease strikes again. That's my antidote. No! Oh my God. I... Nah, it's been a stressful day. I can't even lie to you. And I'm even trying to get this out this week. And do this recording quick time because there's things that I need to be doing. And I just feel like time is really just behind me. And I'm just like, ah! But you know what? I'm looking outside. The sun is really shining. And it's cute. So I'm going to keep it pushing because, yeah. Right, let's start this episode. Enough of my rambling. Otherwise, I'll be here for eternity. Uh, let's start this week's episode, as we always do, with Word of the Week. Now, my word of the week this week is remember. Remember, short and sweet, short and sweet. What do I, what do I need to remember, Miles? What do I need to remember? Now, I'm going to tell you what you need to motherfucker remember. You need to remember who the fuck you are. I need you to remember who the fuck you are, okay? Don't get caught up in your goals in the journey, in the finding a relationship, in the finding the dick, in the ass, in the money, the bag, the, the, the professional accolades. Don't get caught up in that. Remember who you are, yeah? Who are you? Who are you? You a badass bitch. Badass non-binary. Badass nigga. Badass white person. Badass Chinese. Whoever, you just a badass motherfucker, period, yeah? Now, I'm, I'm going to pose you one question, yeah? Is there something, anything in your life that you are proud of? One thing. It could be small, small. It can even be big. It could be a child you birthed. It could be an idea you had. It can be the amount you've saved. It could be a debt you've paid off. Like any, anything, anything, yeah? Is there something in your life that you are proud of? I doubt, I highly doubt that the answer is going to be no for anyone. Because the fact that you're even listening to this means you're alive, which means you've survived. That is something to be proud of. Whew, if that's not a word, me, I don't know what is, yeah? But if there's, something you've got, if there's something in your life that you have to be proud of, remember, it was you that did that, made that, whatever, 
that was you. That was you. And whatever characteristics, whatever traits you have in you, those traits and characteristics are what enabled you and allowed you to do the thing that you just said I'm proud of. That is still within you, regardless, because those kind of shit, they can only get better. They can only really get better. So I want you to remember that. Remember that thing that you were proud of. Remember the things about you that enabled that to happen and, a, and apply that to now moving on forward and remember those things. Remember who the fuck you are. Yeah? Remember those things and, re and, and remind yourself, okay, I'm able to do these things. I can do these things and I can do them fucking sick and nobody can do it like me. Period. You see... I want you to even say that and do like how I'm doing that with your neck. Yeah. Nobody can do it like me. Yeah. Period. So, yeah, this week is quite a simple one. It's just remember who the fuck you are. And I know times can get tough, but with the sun coming out, with you remembering who the fuck you are. And the fact that you're still here and you're still standing. You can only get better. You can only get better, you can only feel better, and you can only continue to do the things that you want to do and do it with more vim because sometimes we forget and we just get caught up in the, in the oh, I need to do this, I need to do that. No, take a step back, remember who, the, who you are, then continue. And trust me, it's going to be A-OK. -okay. Right, that is this week's Word of the Week. I hope it helped you out. Share it to the people them that need it. Um, and now let's get on with the rest of the show. So how was everyone's week? I hope everyone had a good week. Sorry, uh, yeah, last week there was an episode. I got Usher caught up. Um, personal things that I don't need to share. Um, but I'm okay. Everything is good. I just had to be there for some people. And it just turned out I wasn't able to do all the things I wanted to do. Uh, I needed to do. But priorities, you know, priorities. Um, but I'm back. Yes, I am. And I'm glad to be back, even though, like I said, it's a little bit rushed. But that is life. That is life. That is life. And I'm glad I've got things to rush around and do because fuck being stuck at home doing nothing. That is long. Um, that will be me in six months. Hopefully for only like a couple of weeks, a month or two. And ideally, I'm going to be on a beach doing nothing. Just listen to Renaissance reminiscing on the on the renaissance tour rubbing lotion on my back on my man's ass and after sun lotion in the evening that's what i want that's what i'm here for but otherwise yeah my week has been good i went to the olivier's bitch not me at the olivier's honey coming in all white because i'm a virgin to the olivier awards me I'm even trying to stop vaping. Not every day with the vape in the camera. But yeah, I went to the Olivier, Olivier Awards. Um, I, had, I had some fun. I ain't going to lie. I'm going to keep it real with you guys. You know, the Olivier's will never bang like uh, the Black British Theatre Awards do. Yeah, there were just more blacks. There were just more blacks in the room. Um... And that just makes it more fun, you know, because we react similar. Obviously, not, we're not on one lift. We're not exactly the same. But culturally, there are many similarities. We're, we're expressive. We are creative. We are, we are vocal and we are colourful. Like, not just talking skin tone and how we respond with each other. And it's vibrant. It's... A, it's who we are and it just runs in our blood and in our voices. So obviously when me and the couple Ugandans that were in our little box were celebrating or responding, reacting authentically to what was going on at the awards, um, there were looks, there were cold looks, not from everyone. No, you know, there were a few whites on board that were like about it too. And that would look at us and I felt like, happiness from them i felt joy from them like yeah do you know what you yeah guys 
you do what you do. But there were definitely some colder, harsher looks, honey. There were definitely some, what are you doing? Ugh. Ooh, this award ceremony has become so diverse. I hate it. It was there was there was a bit of that. There was a bit of that, um, which you just don't get at the Black British Theatre Awards. Like everyone goes off, everyone goes the fuck off, and not that it's a comparison, but I'm just letting you know. I'm just speaking my truth, honey. I just felt and feel far more comfortable at the Black British Theatre Awards. However, it was a huge honour to go there. Um, I went there with the Book of Mormon, which I'm so, so, so proud to be a part of. And I've loved my time there and I'm loving my time there. And it felt special because it's uh, the Book of Mormon's 10 year anniversary this year. So to be a part of that and watch, you know, the other boys perform there. You know, I do think before I go into that, that was a pleasure. It was an honor. It was a pleasure. I felt super duper proud. However, I stand by the fact that I think, you know, the Book of Mormon's been around for 10 years now. The whole spiel about, you know, it's our marketing, you know, um, ploy to just never put any of the Ugandans in the forefront because it gives away the story. Uh, we don't want to give away the story. It's the shock factor. Honey, it's been around for 10 years. It's been around for 10 years. The people them know. You've had Nabalungi, the black girl, the lead girl. You've had her on, you know, certain stages, not just in the theatre, but like at West End Live. West End Live is like a yearly event where all musicals come and they perform to the people in the crowd and anyone can come and watch it. Um, they never used to perform. They only used to, they either never used to perform or if they did, it would just be the white people them in line with their, you know, we're not going to give away the story. But they had a whole Nabalungi up there singing the song that she sings in the show. So that's, that's one gag that's been given away. And then on their social media, they've got the blacks there too. And now they've started to put like people in other costumes and all of these things in the program. You can see shit like, like you Google Book of Mormon and there's a whole bunch of niggas on, 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 in Google Images doing up all of the numbers and the routine so for me i was just like mm, if you really wanted to come and do up wow and be like yeah the book of mormon very much is still here we're very much celebrating our 10 years anniversary and obviously like all corporations and companies did in 2020 because let's not forget theater is very much a business hmm. uh you know and they also were like you know we've learned a lot 2020 black lives matter we're here we're doing things differently i would have seen it as a show-stopping moment to have the black people on that stage and do their thing. That's just my opinion. Not because I'm in it. Even if I wasn't in the show, I would have thought, wow, because, yeah, Book of Mormon people are used to seeing the white boys sing hello, the Mormons, that is, uh, sing hello, or do they, I believe, and all the elders doing their thing. However, it would have just been so much of a shock for the first time that you performed at the Olivia's in however many years and for the for it to co coincide with the first time you've ever showcased the Ugandan company of the show I just thought that would have been iconic I thought it would have been a huge uh moment for the show because it would have been the first time ever because these you know clips are available of the show you can see the blacks in the show without it giving away the story but I just thought oh it would have just been such a moment also peddling off of, you know, the, um, the lessons learned after 2020, it would have been, it would have been such a great moment, you know, even at the Olivier's, uh, so many moments in the show, people were commenting on the, the improvement of diversity, of accessibility, um, even if it was down to having a ramp to the stage or sign language or just better representation and, Access. Like it was a real theme in the show, like access to theatre, da 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 da. And I just felt like that would have married in with that lovely, but uh, no, that didn't happen. That's fine. Cool. The boys uh, love the boys. They came up and they sang Hello, the opening number, and they slayed it. They slayed it. Like I was, I was cheering. I was whoopty whoop to it, whoopty whoopty in with my ghetto self in my all white, in my cute box. Serving balance, serving vis um, versatility, giving you mask, but giving you femme queen, giving you cunt and giving you ghetto, but also giving you bougie at the same time. It was great. But I was super duper proud of them. I was super duper proud of them. That was lit. Um, Nan, you should be proud of me. Your boy made it to the Olivier's. I didn't even have to pay for a ticket. I just was invited and was enjoying. It was cute. 
what else happened this week? Um, or I'm approaching like the, like I'm having to make a decision now on who the hell I'm going to have represent me uh, like an agent. And it's so hard. Oh my God, it's so hard. But I just have to make a decision. And one thing I need to remember, like in making these decisions is that nothing actually is forever. Like I'm going on like, if I do this, it's going to last a lifetime. And I feel like we can all like, think about decisions that we have to make in our lives where we're like oh my god this is so hard like i don't know which one to get i don't know what one to choose i don't know whether to do this and that nothing is forever like we're all gonna die sorry to get morbid but like we're all gonna fucking die and even before that happens more times things run out like you don't live in a house forever well maybe you do but i don't know but like i'm just trying to think of things like oh i don't I don't know. Basically, nothing is forever. So even if I sign with this agent, hell, I can decide to leave if I want to in six months, a year, two years, three years. Or they could decide to, to drop me. Who knows? So I just need to hurry the fuck up, choose this agent. I'll post it to social media when I uh, finally do sign. Um, but other than that, it's just been a busy week. I've been running up and down, running up and down, not just London. I've been having to travel to other cities as well. Uh, that's not, that's not been for work. That's just been for personal reasons, but it's been cute. It's, it's nice to have, uh, and other meanings to life other than just work, 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 work. Come say like my name, Rihanna. Anyway, um, that is it. Let's get on with the show. It's time for Melanin Magnificence. So my Melanin Magnificence this week goes out to two boys, uh, a gay couple, um, I think they're from London. They're British. That's all I know. Um, and I'm going to give you their Instagram handles. Bear with me, ladies, gentlemen, and non-binaries. Do, 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 do. So, um, Senor Fenty and Gode Philip. Um, Senor Fenty, his real name is Demilola. And his gorgeous boyfriend's real name is Daniel. Period. Daniel I had to message them and just double check. I didn't want to get it wrong. Now, I'm giving them Melanin Magnificence because this isn't the first time that they have simply been authentic LGBTQ+, black gays in love, proudly so. Um, for the world to see and I just think it's gorgeous I think it's courageous I think it's beautiful to see uh, and the only reason not the only reason but the reason why I was like nah I'm giving it to them because I was on a walk yesterday and they must have posted this little video of them both and it's jokes one's Nigerian but boop, and one is also Jamaican also but boop, boop. um and it's them translating Patois uh, in Jamaican dancehall music because uh, Senor Fenty, a.k.a. Damilola, didn't get it. And I was watching this video and I was bussing up and they are just so cute. I'm, I'm, this is the video right here. You should be able to see it. Jesus Christ. Let me get my face out of the camera. Okay, so that motherfucker don't want to focus. But... They did it, they um, translated the song uh, by Spice, somewhere like it. And it was just so, it was funny and it was cute. And it was just so, it's just so beautiful to see two black gay men, West African, Caribbean, loving on each other, having fun, looking gorgeous, looking just brown skinned, looking just face beat, looking just melanated, looking just glowing, just in love, doing up jokes and living their life authentically and proud. And I just thought, you know what? It's not every day cute, cute on the beach. It's not every day, you know, stunting and blah, blah, blah. Sometimes just bust a laugh with your, with your, with your, with your, with your gay boyfriend. And I just thought this is so lovely to see. It brought a smile to my face. It made me laugh. I was howling down the street. And I just thought, yeah, do you know, you, you guys, not only are you goals, like, because, like, couple goals, but you're just goals in a deeper sense, like, living your truth, no matter what the backlash, because they've had backlash before. They was on, I think it was Shade Borough, because one of them had his face 
done or I can't remember what it was. It was some some ungodly shit that I ain't about to talk about. But I know they have their backlashes online and they will get it on the street, on road, because I've experienced it. And despite how far we've come, there is still a lot of room to go uh, and to grow in, you know, acceptance, especially in the black community. And that's what uh, that's another reason why I'm giving the Melanin Magnificence, because, yes, we've come far as a as a as a, as a world, um, as a Western world to accept LGBTQ and DL, period. Uh, but in the black community, is still there's still that that neglect to include the LGBTQDL community in the black community. There's still that riff. There's still that that divide. You know, uh, you seldom can go into a black space. And twerk your gay ass or hold your man's hand. It's possible. It's very possible. But it's not. It's not to be expected. Let's just say that. Like if I'm rolling with my friends, we go into a straight black thing. Is giving. Right. Is we safe? Okay. Or is it burn the chichi man here? You know what I mean? So there is still that divide. And we still have that to. to um, we still have that. Uh, battle not battle but we've still got well yeah it is about we've still got that battle to to go through but to see these two guys at the forefront living loudly proudly being a, a form of representation that you know black queer love is beautiful and should be accepted and should be a norm i think that they deserve their flowers so yeah this week my melanin magnificence goes out to those two boys because i fucking like, i ain't even met none of these people before but we finna meet you know we've been messaging i'm gonna get i'm gonna get you guys on the pod but yeah watch this video guys because it is actually jokes i'm gonna put it in the the description but it is so funny uh but yeah you guys are my melanin magnificence this week senior fenty and good philip <sighs> right Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Melanin Magnificence, done. Word of the week, done. How am I doing? Mental health check-in. How are you guys doing? Done. That only means it's time for Miles Measures. Now, I can't remember what the fuck I'm going to be measuring up this week. I'm going to keep it real with you guys. Like I said, it's been a busy fucking uh, week. But one thing I did see on the Shade Borough this week... Let me sit in this motherfucking central camera. Now, one thing I did see on the Shade Borough this week was uh, they've got their own podcast and it was basically talking about body count. I'm going to play it for you guys. I'm not triggered. I don't mind. I understand completely. Even me, I you would want, want a guy that's been one. That, no, no, that's what I'm saying. Even me, I would want a guy that has a low body count. However, what I'm saying is the way that you're saying it is almost like you're policing a woman. Like, you're giving advice. I said to you, you have the right to sleep with who this, you want, wear what you want, go where you want consensually. But along with those rights, I have rights too, and that means I don't have to accept a woman that has done that. That's called equality. You have the equality to sleep with 10, 20, 50, 100 men. That's up to you. But what's also up to me so if I accept that and if you don't allow me to have my choice you don't believe in equality okay so the comments was going off 
I put my two cents in. Um, I just think that this is such an archaic conversation and mentality. Uh, I think it's childish. This whole idea of you need to have a low body count before I get with you. Omar, are we 10? Are we 12? Because even at 10 and 12, I grew up in Knoll, in Knoll West, before I moved out to Spain, yeah. People was out here with starting to write in their book of body count at that age. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying that's right or wrong. Children do wild things. Adults do wild things. But you guys that are out here saying, I want someone with low body count, more time it was you in year 10, in year six, in year eight, whatever the fuck year, was already starting to do bits. Now, this whole mentality and theory that I want someone with a low body count because what? Because it means they're more pure. They are, they haven't been around, no knows about them. What do you want a nun, bruv? Do you want a nun? Do you want a virgin? I too can accept that once upon a time, and this is why I say it was childish because I was, I was a child when I thought like this. I wanted a virgin. I was like, no, I don't want her. She's been touched. Uh, no, yeah, I don't want it. And when I really deep it now, after I've lived, after I've become an adult and I'm no longer thinking like a child, which some of you grown men and women are, uh, I've realized that that is absolutely drenched in misogyny. It's kind of linked to ownership and property, like... Like has to say, oh, if this person's been around, then this person's got a claim over them or this person can say, no, like you can't claim anything like slavery ended, bro. Like you can't do that. And yeah, I just think it's drenched in misogyny. This whole idea that, you know, a man can go around and do this and do that. And it's cool. He's a, he's a lad. He's a bro. He's a, oh, yeah, he's a... He's a hit with the ladies. He's a ladies man and a girl does it. Nah, I don't want that. I, don't, I just don't want it. You can do it, but I don't want it. Why do you not want it? You've been slinging your dick around. Let her sling her puss around. Why does it make her lesser? Are you now lesser? To me, body count is nothing other than the amount of people you slept with. What you really should be focusing on is what... If you want to focus on it, because me, I live in the, in, the, in the present. And if you've slept around, I'm just hoping that you now, all that experience you've got, like, like come like Pokemon. Like you've, you've done all these battles and you get your battle XP. It's my turn. I'm dealing with someone that knows what the fuck they doing. Boy, it's about to be a wrap, bruv. It's going to be litty. But yeah, I feel like you should be looking further into, okay, like trigger warning. If you're sleeping around or if, you, if your body count is high, was it consensual? Because someone could have a high body count and, you know, they could have, God forbid, but, you know, been in abusive relationships, trigger warning, they could have been raped a, a, a few times. Now what? Now are you saying, oh, no, I can't be with you because you've been raped? That's disgusting if you're saying that. That is vile. And if it wasn't any of those horrific things and they were just out getting their bussy hole tore up or their dick seen to regularly or their pussy bust open because they wanted to because they were in loving relationships or because they just had a great sex life and they were feeling themselves and taking ownership and autonomy over their sexuality and their sexual you know life what the fuck has that got to do with you and how does, that, how does that affect who they are and what they can offer you? Other than your small ego, your pride, your insecurities to be like, oh, well, someone can say. Someone can say what, bruv? Someone can say what? That they slept with me, yes, and what now? Like, like really, what? How does it affect you? How does it affect me? How does it affect the trust that we're going to have in this relationship that we're now going to be in? How is it going to affect the good, good food I cook on the stove for you when you come home? How is it going to affect my loyalty with you? Just because 
I sat on the nigga face or just because he hit it from the front and he hit it from the back way back in 2021 or whatever. I think this whole body count thing is drenched in misogyny. I think it feeds into the toxic masculinity traits that we see, especially in, your, in black boys. Um, and it, it does no good. You might need to be speaking about, you know, what is your credit score saying? How about that? Now, those numbers matter to me and where we are going to go in the future. Who the fuck you slept with don't impact our future? It don't affect our future. Your credit score do. The, 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 the traits in your family, if you've got diseases like, I don't know, Crohn's, fucking cancer, if that's high in the family, those shit matter to our future. How many times your pussy's been beaten up don't affect, doesn't affect you? Ultimately, someone can lie about that, make you happy. Nothing's gonna, nothing is gonna change your relationship. She just, or he, she, or they just haven't told you about how many people they slept with. Nothing's going to change your relationship. Nada, nada, nada. But if you're lying about credit scores and now you want to go buy a house, get some credit for something, that's affecting your relationship, brother, sister, father. So yeah, this whole, that used to be me back in the day. I would be like judgy on that. I've since grown. Literally, like I've grown and become an adult, so I'm not talking like a child anymore, unlike you, man. Um, and I've also like developed more of a, a, an understanding of life, an understanding of sexuality, and I've become sex positive. I don't sex shame people anymore. Um, and we need to stop doing that. Like, yeah, get the bag, get the money, focus on being a good person. And really, no matter how much sex someone has had, is none of your business and it does not have any kind of say on someone's character because all in now you could get with a girl that's a virgin except with no one and she could be a bitch, run up your credit history, cheat on your motherfucking ass, be shit in bed because she ain't got no experience, be a bum, but what, she's not ever had a dick up her, up her vagina and so yeah, this is a go ahead, you guys are wayward. Um... Yeah, so that's my thoughts on that. Um, and of course, I was on the Shade Borough because they're not toxic. Um, <laughs> so, right. So the schools and councils and police stations are to receive portraits of King Charles. And this is going to be costing the taxpayers £8 million. Now... Number one, I don't, I, right, it's 2023. I really don't see the need to be having up big portraits or even small portraits of the monarch. You know how I feel about the monarch and the monarchy and the kings and the queens and them. The only queen I need put up on any kind of wall is Beyonce, Giselle, Knowles, Carter, honey, okay? That's the only thing. And again, 8 million when we can just Google that, print it and put up the thing and it's free. What, 8 million? 8 million in this cost of living to print up a pictures of this old white man with wrinkly skin. Decent hairline for his age. I can't even put it past him. I've got to give credit where credit due. Decent hairline. Good to Philip. Um, but I think in this here cost of living, with, the, with hunger still being a, a bad issue in, uh, in England and poverty still being crazy, I don't know when the hell you guys are thinking of getting this money from. Why you're even thinking of using money to put up posters. It's because you man are shook. You guys are shook. You're shook. You need, you need that to be visible. You need that. And it's just like, nah, fam, we don't need that. That 8 million can do so much better. That can do so much better. You see this? You see the EDF energy bills, the energy bills, the gas and electricity, the gas and electricity. Give us a bit more relief on that. How about that? You guys just put up the council tax. Literally just put up the council tax. What? So I can look at this crusty white man or my, my, my kids and my nephews can go to school and see this, this picture, which more time will be ignored. Walked past. 
What is not being ignored is the fact that fucking eggs cost £3.50 and that I had to go and buy some cottage cheese and that was £2 when a couple years ago it was 50p. That's, I'm not ignoring that shit. And you want to spend £8 million of our good, good tax money on a picture of Krusty Philip and his good, good hairline. It ain't that good to be getting my money, girl. Absolutely not. Ooh. Um, so I found this a little bit wild. So a 76-year-old man is facing jail time for digging up his mother's remains and keeping her mummified body on his couch for 13 years. Now, listen. I don't know what the hell. What kind of sickness or mental health issue needs to be transpiring for someone how many years 13 years to have a decomposed mummified body in their living space for that long in the place where you cook eat and clean the smell must have been horrific like you've got to be in a dark dark place for that to happen i don't think jail should be a thing i think it should be doctors mental health um hospital because that is some that's some crazy shit and i'm not even trying to be offensive that's not right like i love my nanny my nan's cremated got the ashes you know some of us have made diamonds or whatnot from it but if her body was dug there I, you guys know how much i love my nanny that was my that was my that was my ride or die that was my ooh. That was my girl, my mom, my nan, my everything. But I'm about to dig up near body and put that in my house. Because number one, yuck. And number two, she wouldn't want that. The hell? Nuh-uh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Get somebody else to do it. That's giving mental health sickness. Woohoo. I don't care how distraught. I don't care how distraught. That is a sickness. Um... What else was on the agenda? Uh, I found this very interesting. So this was uh, like about a week ago. Steph London. You know, I love me some Steph London. Remember that time I twerked for you, Steph? Remember that time I twerked for you in a Shoreditch house? Shout out all the girls. She said, right. Twerk time. She did her little song and said, right. Whoever twerks the hardest wins this bottle of Hennessy. My friends pushed me, shout out to James, Madison, Robin, uh, Savannah, then pushed me to the front, took off my backpack. And there was a bunch of girls, like literal girls, females, people that I looked like females anyway. And I said, you know what? Fuck this. And I shook my motherfucking ass. I was in a split. I was on my head top. I was on the wall. I was on the ground moving here, there, everywhere. And you're done now. I walked away with the bottle. So, yeah. Shout out to you, Steph. Uh, so, yeah, she posted to her Instagram story. Teach your children about African spirituality so that they won't think that honoring their ancestors is demonic. Ooh. Now, this is such a good conversation. Um, I was raised, and I feel like the majority of the black community here in England, and quite, not, I don't want to say globally, but definitely here in England, it's not you know, against the norm for us to be Christian or Catholic. Uh, and it's something I've always heard in the community, like in the black community, like, oh, juju, oh, that's evil, that's evil. But when you deep it, like the, those spiritual things and like witchcraft or whatever, whatever, they were very much what our ancestors used to do back home in Africa or maybe the Caribbean. I don't know so much about the Caribbean because, you know, black people were taken there by the whites, uh, colonization and all that. But that Yoruba religion, those things, multiple gods, rituals, that was how we survived, thrived, and that's how, that's how we lived. And it's only down to the whites coming in with their whips and their chains and, you know, the slave trade and all of that they then told us now what you guys have been doing since the beginning of time is demonic and now we in turn when we see people practicing those things we go oh no that's oh that's satan uh no it's not that's just your ancestors way of living of course there is witchcraft that is demonic i'm not saying that don't i'm not saying that at all 
But I remember like growing up, I used to think that even like star signs, my parents would be like, oh, no, like, oh, yeah, you might be Scorpio, but that's that. Mm, mm, no, leave it. God, Jesus, read, read the Bible, get onto Corinthians. When actually there's so much more out there. And I think Steph London is, Steph London is right for putting that out there and, you know, expressing that, you know, we shouldn't be too quick and too white to see the religions that we came from and the practices that we that our ancestor that our ancestors had and still have and just straight away paint it with that demon brush like the fuck i think that is a big part of our culture that has been wiped away um erased um and it was replaced not singer songwriter erased and replaced with the white man's version of christianity I've been saying for a long time now that I really want to get a book about Yoruba spirituality and learn more about the religion or, or the faith and the practice of my Nigerian roots. Because I feel like that will just connect me further to who I am and like who I am and where I come from. And so I can, I'm I'm like all here for her posting that up. And it reminded me of all of those things I want to do. And I really do encourage all my other blacks out there that listen to Get The Belt podcast to go and figure out, like, if you know your roots, a lot of my American listeners, they, like, they may not know, but you might have done, like, the DNA test. See the countries you come from and look up their spiritualities and look up the religions and the, faith, the, the faiths and the practices that your people and your ancestors had before the whites came, up, came over and fucked up all of our shit and said, actually, no, believe in this white man who had long blonde hair and a straight nose, thin lips, but is actually from, you know, the Middle East where they don't look like that, but yeah, uh, do this. And yeah, everything that your people have been doing, no, that's actually all just evil. But anyway, come with us, jump on this ship and we're going to sell you. But praise our God. And yours is not. The God that we, the God that we worship has told us to come here and steal you guys uh, and beat you guys and rape you guys uh and yeah we're coming here with the bible in our hands uh a gun in the other and yeah forget your god this is the god that you guys should be down for which one is demonic bruv like do you know what i mean and i still believe in jesus yeah i've got a whole this is a whole journey i need to go on but i'm just saying when you really when you really deep it it, it is a bit mad um, anyway, yeah, so the government are planning on, uh, banning, uh, nitrous oxide, which is the laughing gas, the balloons in the UK. I don't really give a fuck. I've tried it a couple of times. I'm a pussy. I don't do drugs other than weed. Even then I get a bit scary. My threshold has gone up because my nigga likes to smoke. So I've started to do a little piece more but even now we've both cut down and i love it and it was never even though like everyday thing for me um but yeah no every anything other than that other than weeds anything that you don't that doesn't that doesn't require water and sunlight i ain't here for so yeah ban it i don't really give a fuck so i just thought i'd share that with you guys oh i forgot right so Paul O'Grady died at age of 67. Now, if you don't know, Paul O'Grady is a white man, um, actor, comedian. I think he was originally a drag queen many, many years ago. I can't remember. But he was a he's a little bit of a legend over here, but he passed recently. So RIP to you. Um, yeah, he was known for his drag persona, Lily Savage. Uh, the presenter was born in Merryside and hosted several game shows, including Blankety Blank in the, in the late 90s. Uh, and yeah, his career spanned over 30 years, during which he hosted the Paula Grady show, which I remember watching with my little nanny, RP her too, and Blind Date. And then he's also been on TV, like Doctor Who and uh, Holby C and done musicals and all them things. But RIP to a British great man. RIP to a British great. Uh, cannot be bothered to talk about that one. Right. Mm. I don't know whether I want to give this people the bell. Okay, so at the end of March, yeah, I could easily give them the belt, but Uganda, isn't, you're not getting the belt, but, or the, the government of Uganda not getting the belt, but 
very much could. They basically have passed a bill to criminalize citizens who identify as LGBTQ DL with the death penalty. Um, this is what I mean about, you know, us moving forward in the westernized world um, and still needing to do more, which is why I'm also giving uh, Melanin Magnificence to the guys that I gave it to this week because, you know, their content does go beyond just the UK and people can see it and we need to con continuously be loud and proud and not just because it's right and it's normal, but because we, unfortunately, are lucky to a certain extent to a certain extent, to be able to do that in a country which won't kill us and it's not illegal. Yes, yeah, not easy. I'm not saying it's easy. But, bruv, Uganda literally just passed a bill where it's illegal and now you can be killed just for being who you are, who God made you. Wild. Could easily, easily, easily give them the belt. I've seen a few of the charities that I uh, work closely with um, and just people in general putting up responses to this and messages of support and messages directly to the U, um the ugandan government you know telling them how backwards this is and i feel help i feel helpless all i can do is continue to make this gay ass content this black ass gay ass content with my with my truths and just say that yeah i think it's fucked up i think it's really really bad i think it's dangerous and yeah if anyone that is listening to this knows of anything I can do, because I do feel helpless, I can't say, but I can't lie. I feel helpless. I don't know what to do. I don't know no one in Uganda. But if anyone in London or if anyone that listens to this has any links or anything that I can do personally to help this, uh, this is a big thing for me. Please do get in contact because that's my community, man. And it's that's that's us and anything I can do to support that kind of thing i would love to so please just let me know um and if i've got any listeners out there in uganda i'm praying for you i'm sending good vibrations and i hope that this turns around quickly because this shit is really fucked up oh um ah You know what? I think that is about it um, for now. Oh, one last thing. So Danny Minogue, um, Danny Minogue's BBC gay dating show is bringing summer loving to our screens. Now, um, I'm reading this from Pink News. So reality TV lovers rejoice. The UK's first exclusively gay dating show is coming to the BBC very soon. Um, this summer, BBC Three's new dating show, I Kissed a Boy, will follow 10 single gay men who jet off to romantic Masseria. I don't know where that is. Um, in, the Puglia, in the Puglia region of Italy. Okay, period. On their quest to find love. So the host of the show is a bona fide pop, pop princess and longtime LGBTQ plus ally Danny Minogue, who said that she's beyond excited for, all, for audiences to see the reality series and has promised some summer loving when the first episode airs. Minogue said there are loads of people, there are millions of people in the UK looking for love, and I believe love is for everyone. So I am thrilled for a gay dating show to be entering the sea of other dating shows that have existed for years on TV. Um, I'm gonna watch this now. I'm excited. Like on this uh, piece of inf the the promo for it, there's a mixed couple, a black guy and a and a, and a white guy. I don't know if they identify as uh, men or whatnot, but I don't know. They must do if it's gay. I don't know. I don't know. I'm still learning, but I'm here for this. I've been saying this. I've wanted to see LGBTQ plus DL. Uh, people Dems on Love Island, obviously, whatever, for whatever reason they're saying it's not going to work. But when you really deep it, look at all the seasons of Love, Love Island we've had. How many couples do we have? Does it even work when you've just got homo, um, heterosexuals? Naji, it doesn't. So <laughs> Dang, you're, you're, the reason why you don't want to put gay people in there or bi people, because it is too confusing and makes it complicated and hard 
it's already complicated and hard. You're already having people arguing. You're already having people fighting. You're already having people break up. And you're already having people not want to get with anyone. So what do you mean? Anyway, this program creates a space just for the gays, which I'm so here for. I don't know whether I have any bi people on it, but it is what it is. Um, I'm here for it. I want to know if they're going to get into the nitty gritty. And if there is like an after, you know how Love Island have their after sun ting. I might do a little thing just just me on the side because I want to know if they're going to get into the nitty gritty of like gay shit. Like, are we talking like, are you top bottom or verse? Because that from the start, for me, when I'm thinking, you know, us, us queer people, when we like, yeah, compatibility in the bedroom is essential. So if we are really having a gay dating show, we need to know, like, is you topping, is you bottoming, bottoming or is you verse? Because if we're really seriously looking for love, we're going to need to fulfill each other sexually. So I need this program to be real. And if it's not, then I'm going to be commentating on it afterwards and, 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 and saying the things that should have been said. But I hope they do really not Disneyfy it and just they don't tell the whole truth because there's a lot in to be in, in a same-sex relationship, especially with men. Hey, especially like the mask, the femme, the in-between, you know, I love me some in-between. For me, for me, it's all about a little bit of feminine energy and a little bit of masculine energy and, and the two merging. All that shit gets me solid as a motherfucking rock. Like if you can bro me, but then brock off your back and wind your waist and dip it like your name's Beyonce. But shake my hand like your name is Luther. God damn. Fuck. That's just how my man do me. Anyway, I'm here for this show. I hope they keep it 100. Let me know if you want me to comment on it. I'm going to be commentating on it anyway because I'm that girl, honey. Like Beyonce said, it's not the diamonds and it's not the pearls. I'm just that girl. But yeah, I'm hoping that they get into the nitty gritty. I want to see, I want to see fights. I want to see some lovely talking and spiritual connections. I want to see some sexual chemistry. I want to see the top bottom verse conversations. I want them to talk about prep and safe sex. I want them to talk about being accepting, how they navigate. I want them to talk about, uh, what's it called again? PDA, like as gay people, depending on where you live, like how, how do you do that? I hope it just doesn't become this cheesy, overly camp shit and i hope they got some real ass niggas on that show as well because it's not every day just eh, like white boys and then the the like that guy from sex education that like i don't like to say the word bounty but you know that real palatable black gay like i want some hood niggas on there Ooh, but not dl maybe throwing a dl just well you can't be dl if you're on a gay dating show but who knows one thing I'm mad at, even though I'm in an amazing relationship, I forever get messages and DMs on Instagram from casting people about being on dating shows. Why aren't you hollering me for this one? I mean, it's too little, too late now, but I'm, and I don't need to be on it. I don't want to go on it, but yeah, that would have been lit. But yeah, I'm definitely down for this. I think this kind of show is needed and I hope they keep it true and don't, don't just paint us gays and us the bi's as, as, the typical stereotypical fag honey because that's fucking long bruv um ed sheeran is to start a new spare musical it's called spare um in the west end um i think it's about the royal family i don't really fucking know but i thought i'd just share that with you guys uh yeah i don't really care about that to be honest was there anything else i wanted to cover no I think that is it, you know, guys. Also, have any of you guys listened to Tamar Braxton's new song, Changed? That's my girl. That's my bitch. I've always resonated with her from Braxton Family Values. If you haven't seen Braxton Family Values, you know what to do. Google that shit. Mr. World Premiere, Get Your Life is Lit. But I love her personality. I love her extraness. Her extraness, sorry. I also really enjoy the fact that she's an LGBTQ DL ally. But her voice is fucking lit. And she hadn't released music for time. And then she just dropped this little song change. And it wasn't meant to be a single. And it's done so well that it is now a single. Like... It's got a sample from, what sample is it? Rain, SWV Rain. Just rain down 
on me. Let your love just shower me. Just not my key going squiff, but anyway. Um, yeah, song is lit. Stream the song. Tamar, one day you're going to be on this podcast. And I know that. I know that. The Scorpio, um, Scorpion, sorry, and uh, Mikhail. I know you guys know Tay Tay. So I might have to message one of you guys. And when you next in London, girl, you're going to have to come on this here show. I've even had your brethren, Keisha Renee, on the show. Fuck you coming on this show. Anyway, stream the song. I love a throwback song. I love that R&B, old school, like, vibes. And it's summery. It's cute. It's old school R&B. And it's just lit, but with a modern twist. And that's a bit of me. So if you ain't heard that song... Listen to it. Listen to it. Like, I'm I'm loving it. I am really am. Um, but yeah, that's all for Miles Measures. I ain't got nothing else to, to chat about, really. Um, nope. That's it. So it's now time for Get the Belt. My belt today is going to be really short, sweet, and really quite simple. And it's nothing too big. I'm giving the belt to cult beauty yeah uh because i ordered i right let me just tell you the tea so i had ordered retinol by um i'm not gonna say the brand because you know they ain't paying me girl but i ran out of retinol and i've noticed i've been not getting a lot of sleep a lot lately because you now i'm in a relationship and we'd be up all night talking period <laughs> uh but now nah, for real i'm not getting a lot of sleep because work travel chatting to the boyfriend doing nice things with the boyfriend no or like date nights and all that stuff that i wasn't really doing before um and my retinoid ran out and i just noticed my skin has been looking a bit duller and just not as cute and you know i, I need to be looking nice things everywhere not just the back the front but the face too you know what i mean that's, that's what the girls expect so i was like let me order this retinol because they had the cult beauty had a little 25 percent off so i said yes because that shit is expensive so i don't order the thing now and was like okay to meet minimum delivery and to get all these other free things you got to order more so i was like okay well i've still got moisturizer so let me just get some more and they got this uh, uh, another little spray i thought okay cute anyway the shit comes i'm like finally 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 i get the the package now everything is in there all of the free shit that came if you spent over a certain amount and the moisturizer but the retinol is not there the one thing i actually needed the one thing I needed and the other little spray thing, not there either. And I had spent all day waiting for this package to come. I was so vexed. Like, how the fuck am I going to order? Right, okay, so I ordered three things. How the fuck am I going to order three things? And you in the warehouse can see I've ordered three things. And you just put one thing in the, in the something and send it. What the fuck? So anyway, I got onto their, I got onto them and they were like, can you send pictures of what you've got, please? I said, I've told you what I've got. Like, I've literally told you what I've got. Okay, but we need pictures. Babe, tell me where the sense is in me sending you a picture of what I've got so you can replace what I don't have. <laughs> Does that make sense? I said, I, I, I mean, I did it, but I was just thinking, are you an idiot, bruv? Like, because even if I did have the things and I wanted to lie or whatever, all I would do is just not put them in the picture. It didn't make no kind of fucking sense. Anyway, so I did that and they said, okay, would you like refund or whatever? I said, no, send me the things because I need the retinoid. All I'm thinking is I feel like I deserve more than just the retinoid now. I really do feel like I deserve that because I've been, <laughs> I wasted a day waiting for it. I spent extra money on shit that I didn't even really need, but just I thought, okay, why not? For you to then send me the things and not even give me what I originally wanted. I just thought, oh, it just irked me and annoyed me. I mean, everyone that works in these delivery places that pack things to double check because we ain't all out here with, with we're not all out here with no lives and nothing to do. Like, think we've got things to do. We have skincare needs. I need to look flawless every motherfucking day. So please just put the things in in the delivery the things the correct things even if i'm ordering like pizza that shit irks me as well you know when you order it this is the thing you know when you be on your phone and you're like ooh, ooh, and like you get a taste for the things you're ordering whether it's clothes whether it's fucking food like you'd be on domino's like pff, all you want is a pizza but then you see them cookies at the end you'd be like oh my god yes and you pay the pay the extra for it and then it comes and then 
the, the, the cookies ain't there. Or the cookies come, but the pizza don't. It just be like, what the fuck? Because you've been, you been salivating over this shit for ages. My skin's been salivating for that retinoid. And now I'm having to go with that. Three days has been. All in, I've not received another delivery date for this next thing. That's three days of beautiful skin I could have cultivated. Cult beauty. You ain't helping me cultivate shit other than more stress lines which is and wrinkles because I'm stressing about the fact that y'all motherfuckers ain't sent me my shit on time. So now, how can you help me recultivate the good, good skin I would have been, you know, starting to rebuild over these last three, four days, huh? Now I need, I need, I need, what's that word? I need compensation and reparations. Cult beauty. Cult beauty. Nah, it's giving. Cultivate stress. Cunts. <laughs> but yeah, ain't nothing really pissed me off that much. Just that. And then another little, little small thing. I don't know if you guys do your own washing, but I have to do my own washing because ain't nobody out here looking after me. Like that, like a mum or dad or whatnot. That's another story, girl. But I put on a whitewash, put in my boyfriend's jumper. He had left like a, a, a whole heap of white clothes on the floor next to the washing up basket. So anyone in their in their right mind would have just thought, okay, that's that's the white. So I put everything in there. I did see a blue jumper in there, but it had white sleeves. I thought, okay, it was all muddled up in here, so that like, it should be fine. Nigga, the, the wash turned blue. I had to mention like, bro. Bro, have you ever washed this blue jumper before? Yeah, but obviously hand wash. I thought, don't obviously me because you had it mixed in with something on the floor. So now all is all of my white vest and you've seen the sun, London. Have you seen the sun, London? London, the sun is beginning to sun. We're about to be outside. And now all of my good, good vests that all of you guys always ask me where they, where they, where they come from. They all blue. <laughs> Baby blue. Like they cute, but I need me a white vest. This white vest time. Nothing but the white vest. And now all my shit is blue. I even bought brand new pair of Vetamont's boxers. They were so beautiful. So beautiful. First wash. Wore them once. Put them wash. Blue Vetamont's. Nah, no longer white. I was so I was so pissed. You ever done that before where something was running, the whole of the whites is now ruined and you're ruining it in it. Oh nah, it made me want to cry deep down inside. I can't lie. Oh, but other than that, <laughs> I actually ain't got too much to too much to be vexed about. On that note, I better fuck up out fuck off out of here. Remember everyone to take your vitamins, drink a lot of water, and don't get too brave brave with the with the weather. It still is chilly outside, even though it's sun, the sun is shining, you just don't need as many layers. But yeah, let's get excited because I'm about to be outside, bro. Anyway, remember sending your questions and your melanin magnificent suggestions and your belt suggestions to contact at getabeltpod.com. If you want to send a little voice note, do so on Instagram or on our Twitter. Follow us on all social media platforms. All of the ads are getabeltpod. Uh, quick last thing. That dame or fucking the dame or slave video has been popping on all platforms, especially TikTok. But the where it has really banged is Facebook. This I'm not understanding. I think it's the age, the age thing because the people on Facebook, they're ready to go. I feel like it's middle-aged people or like millennials. But it's got like just short of 1,000 comments. Like you guys are really going back and forth over that. Like I've not even responded to, I've responded to maybe one or two comments, but there's nearly 1,000 comments. And I'm not just talking lols. I'm talking y'all motherfuckers are writing dissertations under that shit. People from all over the world, honey. People from Africa, people from the United States, people from Germany, like all ages. Some of you 60s, 70s, some of you in your 30s, 20s. Go and check it out. So thank you for the love on that video. Like, and the engagement. I love that shit. But if you ain't about it yet and you're listening to this, make sure you're following us on all social media uh, platforms. And make sure you're commenting and sharing and doing the thing because that's how this thing comes from Rohan. Period. Um, I'm sending everyone love. I'm really, really, really glad that I got to this The sun is shining. I'm feeling cute. I hope everyone else is feeling cute too. Uh, one last thank you to all of the listeners. I love you guys so much. Like, you guys help me to get shit off my 
chess we converse together we kiki and you know i can't wait to i can't wait to do another live show if i'm being honest it's gonna be scary because it's just gonna be me so i have to have some special guests to help me out girl but for the main part i just want to say thank you to everyone that continuously listens to this and you know has gone onto their spotify to leave a review or their apple podcast like honestly means the world and that little bit of time you take to write whatever you write about this little podcast or me has a huge impact so thank you so much that is it for this week's episode i hope you guys enjoyed um that literally is it i hope you all enjoy the rest of your week wear your spf cult beauty you better fucking give me my things quick because i'm coming for you guys i'm gonna get on twitter and fuck up your life (laughs) all right guys well i hope you enjoyed and i will see you next week uh my name is miles hart and you have been listening to the home of melon magnificence and the kingdom of belts the podcast that is known as get the belt Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.